1: Glenn Beck The Blaze Radio
0: Network. Race to the top. No child left behind. The Elementary and Secondary Education Act. There has been one failed gigantic federal government educational program after another. Neil McCluskey of the Center for
1: Educational Freedom. Most people now accept that No Child Left Behind is a failure. The reality is it's not no child left behind that is ultimately the problem. It's the very process by which federal education policy is made. Even the
0: president of the NEA, Lily Eskelson-Garcia, said of the emphasis on testing rather than learning.
2: I think it was it has been um, either by design or just by bad luck. It doesn't matter. It has hurt kids to stop talking about what do we really need to move the needle to make sure that kids are ready for the rest of their lives, that you care about that whole child, their critical, creative minds that, with things that don't come off on a standardized test. What about those healthy bodies, arts, athletics? What about their ethical, compassionate character? We really do believe in the whole child, and when someone says, you know, we're going to name you, shame you, blame you based on if you're hit your quota of kids that got a certain amount of points on a cut score, 8,000 third graders in Oklahoma were told they couldn't be fourth graders because they missed the cut score on a reading test, one reading test, nothing else they did that year mattered. It, it, you use the right word. It's an obsession. It's obscene. And it's hurting kids to simply say the only thing we need to know about you is if you hit that cut score. Um, and it's, it's time to stop that.
0: And now there's Common Core, a program developed by education elites and financed mainly by Microsoft founder Bill Gates. Common Core proponents claim that it is not a nationalized curriculum, rather just a set of standards, and that it has nothing to do with the federal government. They continually use words like voluntary and state-led. The reality, however, is that the federal government bribed the states into adopting Common Core standards. Huge amounts of money were given to the states if they adopted Common Core. The money would be withheld if they didn't go along. Diane Ravitch, who is a former Assistant U.S. Secretary of Education, was appointed to the office by both Clinton and George H.W. Bush. She is also a former advocate of Common Core but has since changed her mind. She contradicted the Common Core supporters' rhetoric in a piece to the Washington Post, noting that the standards...
2: ...were developed by an organization called Achieve and the National Governors Association, both of which were generously funded by the Gates Foundation. There was minimal public engagement in the development of Common Core. Their creation was neither grassroots, nor did it emanate from the state's.
0: Instead, Common Core is being driven by the policymakers in D.C. But don't just take it from her. Listen to Bill Gates, the man who is invested, according to some estimates, well over a billion dollars into making Common Core a reality. Gates describes how the tests and curriculum must line up. Secretary Arne Duncan recently announced that $350 million of the stimulus package will be used to create just these kinds of tests. Next generation assessments aligned to the common core. When the tests are aligned to the common standards, the curriculum will line up as well and it will unleash a powerful market of people providing services for better teaching. For the first time there'll be a large uniform base of customers looking at using products that can help every kid learn and every teacher get better gates outlines the steps to the national curriculum and for a program that is supposedly not curriculum there is a lot of curricular indoctrination the stated curriculum guidelines replace the classics currently taught with government propaganda according to the american principles project they, quote, de-emphasize the study of classic literature in favor of reading so-called informational texts, such as government documents, court opinions, and technical manuals, end quote. Over half of the reading materials in grades 6 to 12 are to consist of informational texts rather than classic literature. Historical texts like the Gettysburg Address are to be presented to students without context or explanation, Here's just one of the many examples. Members of Utah's Against Common Core share information from the very beginning of the manual of a Common Core-Recommended Literature and Writing Manual for first graders in Utah.
3: Flip open and it says the central question. You'd think this is about uh, literature and writing. That's what it says on the cover. You flip open and it says the central question and in the Voices Democracy theme, students use their voices to advocate solutions to social problems that they care deeply about it they're engaged in learning the following theme related social knowledge and skills and then they list them social role models social advocacy respect and so on and so forth
0: are America's seven-year-olds being trained to become social advocates the first grade lesson continues
3: tell students that when they write a call to action They should include emotional words to get the readers to feel so strongly about the problem that they want to do what is being asked of them. This is not um, Community Organization 101 for college students, this is uh, English Language Arts for six-year-olds. So we give examples, um, and they're very effective at this, so here's the example. Why did the writer use the word refuse instead of will not? Refuse is a stronger word that makes the ABC company sound as though they are hard to work with, which may make readers angry with them. So, I don't know, are we we teaching the six-year-olds to kind of play fast and loose with facts in order to persuade and get the job done?
0: Saul Alinsky Community Organizing Tactics for Your 7-Year-Old Will school districts all across this country be asking first graders to advocate for social issues they can't even begin to understand yet? Is that what American parents expect and want from public education? It doesn't matter, because parents have little or no say in it. As Debbie Squires of Michigan's Elementary and Middle School Principals Association told her state's house education committee.
2: Educators go through education for a reason. They are the people who know best about how to serve children. That's not necessarily true of an individual resident.
0: Hopefully America's parents don't believe that they know what's best for their children because clearly they do not. If you're a minority, you are even more worthless to your kids according to racine wisconsin's superintendent of schools ann lang
2: the african-american families are the ones who are most prone to enroll their kids in the fly-by-night schools that cropped up after vouchers existed um, and they don't know how to make good choices for their children they really don't uh, they didn't have parents who made good choices for them or helped them learn how to make good choices so they're not going, they don't know how to
0: do that. Progressive mentality has so infected our society that professor and former MSNBC anchor Melissa Harris Perry went so far to say,
2: We have
0: It is hard to believe that this attitude exists in the United States of America. Yet, welcome to America 2, the land of progressivism. The problems with Common Core extend beyond indoctrination and collectivism. The standards and teaching methods, which advocates call rigorous and tested, are neither rigorous nor tested. This is a Common Core curriculum developer, Amanda August, spelling out to a group of teachers how the new curriculum works.
2: Under the new Common Core, if, even if they said three times four was 11, if they were able to explain their reasoning and explain how they came up with their answer really in um, words and in oral explanations and they showed it in the picture, but they just got the final number wrong. We're really more focusing on the how and the way to be
1: correcting them. Oh, absolutely.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. We want our students to compute correctly, but the emphasis is really moving more towards the explanation.
0: And sadly, one day, all of today's students will leave classrooms to enter the real world and take positions of importance in society. Will a mistake by a doctor on you or your child be okay if he can show you how he came about making it? Will an accounting error that leads to a business losing millions of dollars be overlooked if the employee can just show his work? This is not the real world. Education is supposed to prepare us for success in life. But there is a fundamental problem with American education. And the root of that problem is, and always has been, progressivism. From the beginning of the progressive education movement led by John Dewey, actual facts mattered much less than they did during the first 100 years of our nation. Education became about socializing. With the advent of Common Core, it is now evident that the facts don't matter at all. Truth has been replaced with showing work or in other words, just participating. In 2009, the General Counsel of the National Education Association, in a moment of honesty, summed up what the NEA was all about.
1: Despite what some among us would like to believe, it is not because of our creative ideas. It is not because of the merit of our positions. It is not because we care about children, And it is not because we have a vision of a great public school for every child. NEA and its affiliates are effective advocates because we have power. And we have power because there are more than 3.2 million people who are willing to pay us hundreds of millions of dollars in dues each year Because they believe that we are the unions that can most effectively represent them. The unions that can protect their rights and advance their interests as education employees.
0: That seems pretty clear. The NEA isn't about caring about your children. It is about the power that they wield so they can take care of the NEA employees. So who is all about caring for your children? How do we solve this progressive educational nightmare? We explore what you can do in the next episode. Glenn Beck. The last time you purchased your mattress, you were also paying for things you didn't know. You're paying for the showroom, you're paying for the guy's salary who helped you, the commissions, and the reseller's profit. Casper mattress has changed all of that. They sell directly to you. That's why the most comfortable mattress you have ever slept on is going to save you a ton of money. Cost you much less than the mattress you bought years ago. Casper was invented with two high-tech foams that guarantee that you sleep cool and comfortable with the support that you need. Also, Time Magazine because of this, named it one of the best inventions of 2015. And your Casper mattress ships free and is delivered in a small, really honestly, how did they do that kind of box? Tanya and I have a Casper mattress and we love it. Try one in your own home for 100 nights, risk-free. If you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund every single penny. Go to Casper.com use the promo code Beck and get $50 off the purchase of your brand new Casper mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. It's Casper.com promo code Beck. Casper.com promo code BACK.